three, two, one. I literally just started recording. Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I'm your host, Chris, with that way. Some black guy. Some black guy. S-U-M-B-L-K Gah. 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 That's just a, it's not a word. It's actually a single letter, new letter. No, actually, I can't use that. That's the name of some guy's YouTube channel I don't like very much. I just remembered that. Is it really? Yes. My name's Nate. Right, okay. Is it spelled the way I was saying it? No. Oh, is it actually some black guy on... Oh, it is some black guy on YouTube, and he's very much... I won't say what he is. I'm not even going to get into oh, Okay, that. we're not going to get into that. Him. We're not going to get into it. Cool. <laughs> oh, Sorry indigestion i haven't eaten anything in a while and i still got indigestion Blech. hey need that pepto i don't do the pepto i need a dr pepper a dr pepto need it for me. dr pepper again not a sponsor but you know I dr would. pepto pepto bismol flavored soda <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. If they made a Pepto-Bismol flavored soda that actually did the same things that Pepto-Bismol did, I think I might be more accepting of it. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into... Well, I mean, why not talk story. about this more? That sounds like a cool idea. Because you're on a limited time, and we're already 20 minutes into this. <laughs> I mean, we're not technically, the recording is only a minute, two minutes long right now. Um... <laughs> And like we said, we don't have much to get to. Or like we said before we start recording, um, there's not much that has to be gotten into. Um, what I want to say is that I would possibly, yeah, I, I could, if I was on Shark Tank, I would back Dr. Pepto. <laughs> there we go. There's our pitch for Shark Tank, Chris. That's not, and it's not for me <laughs> pitching something to the Shark Tank. It's me being part of the Shark Tank, I now have money. I have now and now have millions of dollars that I can fund the dumbest fucking ideas that I come across. And I would. It's just you just gotta invest, man. That's that's what it's all about. Just invest, take risk. What am I definitely investing? don't sue the government if your risk doesn't pan out. Is that something that happened recently? It did. Oh. Someone had uh Was it a Shark Tank thing? It wasn't a Shark Tank thing. Someone had either bet a bunch of money or put a bunch of money down on something more or less a gamble on Trump winning the presidency this election and when he didn't he decided to sue to get his investment back hmm. which is like no one told you to do this you did this all on your own yeah you dumb fucked you dumb you fucked made, yourself you made the investment and it didn't pay out so that's that's just how how the chips fall I guess Dominoes, man. The Dominoes. Pizza. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, let's. Uh, there's some stupid shit going on in politics right now. A lot of dumb stuff. But it's all it's all being sorted out. We got two more months to go. <laughs> we shouldn't. We shouldn't. <laughs> it should be you get elected. And then, like, the week after, or in this case, the fucking month after, you're the new president. But they have to let the previous president actually finish out the end of his term. 
he's impeached. I feel like if you're impeached, you shouldn't be allowed to finish after you've been chosen. Uh, you've been not chosen the next time. Um, the issue with impeachment is he was impeached but never removed from office. So. Yeah, that's always the issue. I mean, but Bill Clinton was impeached and removed from office. No, he wasn't. Look into it. He wasn't removed. Bill Clinton impeachment. Although proceedings were delayed due to the fact Clinton was impeached by the House of Representatives. Second, second president to be impeached. But who acquitted both courts for the two party system. Clinton remained in office for the remainder of a second term. That was Gosh. the important part I was trying to remember and get to. <laughs> uh, I don't think, I don't remember if Andrew Johnson was actually removed from office. Well, back in his day, removing from office meant like. You tripped him. The National you. Guard was storming the fucking Oval Office with muskets in hand. Impeachment. Uh, That's all right. I already said said that I hope when January comes around, I sincerely hope that he refuses to leave office so I can watch every branch of the military just take turns on his ass. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I love So the current thing that's happening right now, and that has been trending... Uh, besides the hashtag Biden cheated, which is just a whole bunch of people being dumb. Um, the fact that Donald Trump, in one of the spots where he had to pay, because fuck him for the recounts in Georgia, because be, with it being so close, the taxpayers mm-hmm. had to pay for the recounts. Uh, but in, I think, is it the Wisconsin? No. Where was it? Fuck, there's so many places. One of the more recent ones he did, he spent three million or eight between eight, three and eight. I can't. I'm getting two different stories coming up, and it's confusing me. I don't feel like clicking on too many things. But he paid more money to then have it be recounted, to then lose worse. Yeah. <laughs> Not by a whole lot. 132 votes. Like in the fucking the dumbest part about it is where people are like he only won by 132 votes in that district is like no 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 he won by thousands but now he has an extra 132 that trump paid for <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> so people don't understand how recounts work when they do a recount they don't recount every single vote they recount what they call recount eligible votes, which are votes that are in ballots that are in question, ballots that they don't believe have been thoroughly canvassed, ballots that no one can independently verify, that kind of stuff. Well, don't forget about mm-hmm. the whole thing with Georgia where they recounted by hand. Uh, yeah. The results were, I believe, still pretty much the same. Um, they were. And then they were told to recount again. Uh <laughs> I mean, some states have laws where automatic recounts are triggered when the margin is too close, and that's understandable. The issue here is now we know what the margins are definitively. Every vote has been counted, and we're at the end of the election now. There is no more election to be had. Unless there are no more votes to be counted. Unless you're a dumbass that thinks that they aren't done. And that they still won, even though they didn't win. I've I've already spent a good three weeks. Oh, I know, I know. Just just watching compilations of people melt down over the election, and it is 
it is gold to me. It is it is my fucking ambrosia. I get up every morning and I load up one of these compilations while I'm getting dressed and ready for work, and it makes my day just that much better. God, because I want to. I'm I'm treating these people with the exact same amount of respect they treated everybody else when Trump won his election. Or the same amount of respect they treated everybody when Obama won twice. Yeah. But they were all like, oh, look at these people who supported Hillary. They're all melting down and crying or, you know, hysterical, triggered, and so on and so forth. And I'm like, you're the fucking same, obviously. Well, the worst part about all that was nobody wanted Hillary either. And that's that's I'm not saying anything against Hillary Clinton. It was one of those things where there were enough people that decided to either not vote at all or vote Trump because of Hillary Clinton. What the fuck yeah. she did, I don't know. I don't know why whatever she did or said in her life came down to the fact that you would rather vote for a obviously very open racist white supremacist. Uh, it's not even like what she did or what she said previously. It's what she did and said during the election. Yeah. Her entire campaign was a masterclass in how to engage in self-sabotage. <laughs> like, and I'm dead serious about that. Like, I've never seen some... She took a whole fucking machine gun to her foot. Like, it was ridiculous watching her get on stage and just say... Not even on stage, just interviews, all kinds of stuff. Just say and do dumb stuff. Like, stuff that you know would make people not vote for you. Like, everyone remembers the Pokemon Go to the Polls line. Like, that was cringy enough by itself. I mean, come on, man. Everybody but then just Pokemon to witness Go. that amount of disconnect continually for months? Now, here's the thing. When I hear something stupid and, and ridiculous like that, that wins me over. Uh, but that's because sure. I, to a certain extent, enjoy cringy... Um, what's the word I'm trying to think of whatever a term is for appealing to the younger masses I mean that I can understand but like mm. it would have been one thing if she did it once oh, excuse me. as like just a casual mistake okay. or did it once as like an ironic casual thing mistake. but that kind of disconnect like I said was present in her campaign for months she kept trying to appeal to like working class people to ethnic minorities to the youth you know, no, it so turned out all you had to do was say that you were going to give a shit about them. Yeah, and she just was so incredibly bad at it because she's she has no common experience with any of these people. Like, none whatsoever. She is, she is basically a, a light Republican. She's Republican light. And so she had no experience, experience with these people. She was an establishment Democrat through and through, and that's why she lost. Like, Trump won because... He appealed even to some of the people we don't like very much. He still appealed to them. And Which makes no sense because he has just as much to be aligned with them as she did. And that's true, but he says the things that they want to hear. Yeah. That's, that's, all that's all being a politician is. Say stuff your constituents want to hear. Free pizza every day. Yes. If you're running for high school president, yes. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure free pizza for everyone <laughs> would be good across the board for the world. It would yeah, help well, hunger. World until, hunger fucking ended. Until you run into the critics, like, let's say, 
you cause a worldwide obesity epidemic ah, because everyone eats pizza all the time. There's healthy options for pizza. Okay. Well, let's say you run into an issue with the animal rights and the vegan activists. Oh, you can have vegan that? pizza, I'm sure. There is vegan pizza. Are you going to make everyone eat vegan pizza to appease those people? No, I wouldn't make anybody eat any kind of pizza. I would have the availability of all options to all. I think what you're saying is you just want to solve world hunger, but you're putting it in terms of pizza. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) Except on Tuesdays, where you get tacos. (laughs) Tacos only on Tuesday. We catch you with a pizza and you're fucking done. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that the tacos are more accessible on Tuesday. <laughs> Got the fucking taco dictator over here. Hey, burrito. <laughs> like, look, man, hate to do this to you, but I saw you was eating a pizza on Tuesday. Leslie, Leslie called me Boss Taco the other day in a text. <laughs> Boss Taco. Boss Taco. And in my head, I converted it to, like, because, you know, head bitch in charge. The, the H- yeah, yeah, I went the head burrito in charge in my head. I didn't say this out loud. This is the first time I've said it out loud, so. Mm, excuse me. Why the fuck are they in Maryland? Get them the fuck out of Maryland. Who's in Maryland? Dumb fuck and his junior. Well, who knows? He has no, he has no ground to win here. Like, all the Republicans in our state lost already. Well... Yeah. I mean, we have a Republican governor, but, like, he's been vehemently anti-Trump his entire run. I know. Oh, God. I mean, he is 100% trying to make sure he looks good to everybody so he can also eventually run for president. But, you know, that's a whole other thing. But you can't stay a moderate forever and win the presidency. It doesn't work that way. Nope. Well, no, I'm not going to get into that part. Oh, that's a cute (laughs) Tamagotchi. I'm going to retweet this cute shot. That's nice. We're on a live podcast. <laughs> Check out a cool little shop I just saw. It's cute. They got little Tamagotchis with anime characters on it. I will definitely do that after the podcast. Why not now? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> because we have things to talk about. Now that we've gotten it, it, gotten some of the, like, you know, real world shit out of the way. Oh, speaking of which, sorry, real quick, one last thing. Um this is going to be a, a touchy subject. I feel like. Gee. Do you trust? Do you trust this first first vaccine that's supposed to be coming out? So, yes and no. I mean, I trust that vaccine people who manufacture vaccines. As much as I'm not a fan of big capital, pharma, capital C capitalism. Yeah, that was a weird sentence to say. I like um, lowercase C capitalism. <laughs> um. It's for the lowercase people. <laughs> well, for me, it's... I see it going one of two ways, right? Moderna and Pfizer are the two major pharmaceutical companies that claim to have effective vaccines for COVID-19 right now. Mm-hmm. They have both put through emergency request to the FDA to have these things sped up it's for approval. on their approval process. Um. On one hand, that reeks of me towards there's there's this trifecta of production for projects, right? If it's made good and fast, it was expensive. If it's made fast and cheap, it's bad. If it's made good and cheap, it was most likely made Wait. quickly. Or what? But 
I, I forgot how it all goes. I think we anyway. broke down. <laughs> for a triangle being the most powerful structure, I yeah. think it crumbled a bit. <laughs> it did. But anyway, uh, I'm leaning towards the fast and cheap side on one part. These, these vaccines were probably produced as quickly as possible with the least amount of R&D put into them possible with the least amount of funding possible so that way these companies can turn major profits and capitalize on people's fears so that part of that is one thing that i'm that i'm apprehensive about in any way i obviously 100 support a vaccine duh who the fuck wouldn't oh wait i do know some people but those are dumbasses um they gonna put chips in you chips uh i'm gonna put chips in me like pringles um absolutely one I 100% want a chip in me eventually in life, because how cool would it be is just to hold up your arm and be like, cool, you unlocked your house. Cool, you unlocked and started your car. Cool, you paid for that food that you forgot your wallet at home for. Um, I want a chip in me that lets me take cell phone calls in my head like Deus Ex. Mm, or like Eureka. <clears throat> Nobody, you didn't watch Eureka? <laughs> I didn't watch Eureka. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. Back in <laughs> back in uh, sci-fi's heyday, before they became Siffy, um, <laughs> that's what they change it to uh, so my biggest worry about everything is because of that hey we want to get this put through as fast as we can is we don't know one we already don't know the long lasting effects of COVID for anybody that already has it and has survived it and passed it um, mm -hmm. and we won't for a while but on top of that we also don't know what the long running effects of this uh keep wanting to say cure but i know it's not a cure uh vaccine. No, no, it's a vaccination yeah. it's an inoculation um, for the rest of the populace that yeah. hasn't caught it yet yeah um so we don't know who fucking knows it's it's up in the air it's scienced it's scienced <laughs> up in the air that we won't know for possibly well, years but here's a number of scenarios that could potentially happen right is the vaccine best case scenario of course is the vaccine is affected and leads to eventual eradication right worst is, case scenario this is how zombies get made. Yeah, worst case scenario is we're fucking I Am Legend now. <laughs> um, and you get to hear basically Will Smith talking about how dark is bad and white is good. <laughs> that's how, what that's that's fucking movie. Watch that movie again and tell me that's not what they they have him fucking say. I don't know. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, there's several scenarios that could play out. We don't know which one will be which. Probably one of the most likely scenarios, based on what researchers are saying right now, is as we start to inoculate against the virus, um, it could go the way of the flu. Flu, where everyone is consistently having to get A new routine one. updates on their vaccination. Yeah. That'd be great. We get to the point that people are all we're at, year round, we're getting the free flu shot and our free COVID shot. Which, I wish they would give it a cooler name. COVID shot. I uh, don't know. What no, would they call like, it? I don't know, because you got the flu. The flu is like a, boom, three-letter word. You know what it You know what it entails. Um, I don't know. I guess there have been people online calling it the vid. The vid. Yeah. I don't know. Either way. I'm glad that vaccines are now being developed. I'm iffy about their production quality. Um, I'm iffy about what could potentially happen. I am currently on the sort of wait and see side of things. Mm -hmm. Let enough people build it up. Wait till enough clinical trials are published for me to feel safe. 
well, Kim about and I, to get was, it myself. Yeah, Kim and I were actually talking about that earlier, about it, it should be something that, as long as they are accepting and want it, it should go to, like, medical professionals and first responders and the elderly first, because those are yeah. the two that are most likely susceptible, because they're yeah. either around it all the fucking time, or they're old. Yeah. Until the virus just goes completely airborne, and then I'm breaking into a fucking pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the, on the whole cost of it shit, I'm like, no, government, you fucking pay for this and give it to everyone. It won't happen that way, and that's the shittiest part about this country. One it of won't. the shittiest parts of this country. But it should it's, be, hey... It's too profitable for the pharmaceutical industry to allow that to go public. Oh man, government, like, government just gives them money. Give them all the money. Well, considering the government can literally just print money whenever it wants, I guess so. No, that's, don't do that. That makes it worse. Well, yes. If, if the just, government just prints massive, more... massive hyperinflation. Yeah, I was gonna say, if the government prints money, they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, we'll make living. We'll make the the uh, minimum wage fifteen an hour. It's basically three dollars an hour now, though." <laughs> <laughs> like, haha, money printer go burr. and see, that's like I. I'm okay with. I, I'm perfectly fine with having to wear a mask going into everywhere for now. Eh, I'll deal with it. I could go another year or so. I'm fine with it too, and I'm tired of the people whining about. Oh, we wish things would go back to normal. I've had people at work tell me that. I, I wish this was over. I wish stuff could go back to normal. It's like, motherfucker, you've dealt with this pandemic for months. Not the Black Plague lasted literal decades and wiped out a third of the population of England. Yeah, but they also did okay. science. Um, <laughs> my thing is, we are. Nine. Hold on. What month is it? The eleventh month. We're almost at the mm -hmm. fucking December. Yes, we're almost into the ninth so what? month. Of yeah, the pandemic. that's fucking ten months basically of the pandemic. Yes, um, but even so, like people... no, no, no. Hold on. That's not what. I, yeah. Okay. Ten months. Sure. That's nothing. Um, the problem is we're ten months in, and you still either oh fuck I forgot <laughs> I still forget this thing. I'm like motherfucker. It's almost been a year. For you oh, to yeah. the for you to get a new or to to train yourself into or out of a routine takes like a, a month. If you are if, still having an issue with this thing, that means you have not been doing this. I mean, yes, and that's the problem with a lot of people. Is I, I remember I was going to the Chipotle across from where I work to get because, lunch one day. Yeah, and also because I hate myself. <laughs> but, hey, Chipotle um, is supposed to be pretty healthy. <laughs> But uh, some kid had walked in there. He was in front of me in a line, and he steps up to the counter. And, of course, they start talking to him about, like, wearing his mask because mm -hmm. he's not. Um, and he's like, are you guys really going to make me go outside and go get it and so on and so forth? He left it in his car. When I left the Chipotle, I walked to the parking lot out back, and there he is in his car grabbing his mask and walking back to Chipotle. God. I'm like, you knew you had this, right? Yeah. My you favorite knew you had ones... it with you. You chose not to wear it. My favorite are the ones that walk into a building, people say something to them, and they're like, oh, fine, fine, whatever, and they pull it out of their fucking pocket. Yeah. Those people are those people are definitely one of the worst. And then, like, I'm sorry, there are signs posted on the fucking doors, people. Like, at eye level. Where just about in every business you go into now, there's a sign on well, the door you know what the main telling issue you that is, masks right? are required. You know what the main issue with that is, though, right? The businesses are not allowed to refuse them. All well, of these, that's true too. yeah, we. I I am now working in a public position. I'm not going to say the name and all that kind of shit. I'm dealing with the public. 
I was told within the first week, after seeing multiple customers not wearing masks, that we are not allowed to tell them to, to leave the store. We are allowed, I guess we are allowed to slightly hint at it, but we are not allowed to outright say, you have to put on a mask or leave the store. See, and that's just, that to me is nonsensical. Yeah, is, we have signs that say required mask to enter the building. You're, you're going to put your employees in danger for the sake of making a quick buck. That's all there is to it. Is you're, you're putting your employees at risk because you don't want to lose a customer. Yep. Like, that to me is, is absolutely the scummiest thing you could possibly do right now. Like, I, I just... There, there, there's a larger issue at play, and I'm not even going to get into that because it'll be the whole fucking podcast. And that's not what we're about. But, like, that to me is just, you are the worst kind of fucking person if you cause your employees, people who trust you to have a safe working environment, to go through that kind of shit. All right. Anyway, I, somebody buy me a PlayStation so I can fucking play Miles Morales. Um,. <laughs> Yeah. Sure, $1,500. No, 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 no. I just want a PlayStation 4. I don't want a PlayStation 5. Okay. I don't, I don't need a PlayStation 5. If I have a PlayStation 4, I will be happy. I will play through the entirety of Miles Morales on PlayStation 4. And then in three years when it's available to get... I'm okay with just buying a PlayStation 5 later. By then, I'll be <laughs> able to get a uh, PlayStation 5 Slim. Um, whatever the fuck it's going to be called. Anyway. It should be yeah. called PlayStation 5 now with no coil line. <laughs> I am thinking instead of doing our normal thing, let's jump to the two little bits, little scraps of newses. Um, since we're already on the topic of the wonderful PlayStation 5, which I mean, yeah, I'll give it a wonderful. It's a pretty looking console. That's not true. It runs things prettily. Uh, it <laughs> itself is a monstrosity. Um, well, I don't know. The the here's the thing: is the PS5 is from a hardware perspective, it is a pretty looking console, at least to me. It's, However, it's a headless Seto Kaiba. Oh yes. However, it is a form over function kind of ordeal. People have oh, complained yeah. about hardware issues they've already had with it: the overheating, the coil line, the fan getting ridiculously loud. Really, I hadn't seen the loudness part. I thought they had fixed that. That's disappointing. Well, no, because it's it comes down to a manufacturing sort of flaw. Is It is, again, form over function. If you take a look at the Series X next to the Xbox or next to the PS5, next to a PC, for example, right? Yeah. You look at the, how airflow moves through that machine to cool things down. My PC is 100% air-cooled. I have a water cooler. I just don't feel like putting it on. I don't trust <laughs> but, you to put it on. <laughs> but no, I I did have it attached at first, but then realized my fans wouldn't orient the right way to get airflow through the radiator, so I didn't bother. Either way, <laughs> um, the airflow through my PC is just like all major PCs; it moves from front to back, from bottom to top because hot air rises. Mm -hmm. And so I'm push I'm pulling in cold air from the front and pushing all the hot air out the back and the top of the case. Very simple, very easy to set up. With the Series X. Similar concept. You have a single fan at the top of the console. All the hot air rises up there anyway, so that fan takes care of the expulsion of all the hot air that builds up inside that case. On the PS5, you have these two vents in the front of the console on that black power in the middle of the console that have no fans attached to actually pull in any cool air. So there's no intake actually happening. It's just ambient air around that space. 
and then you have a single exhaust fan somewhere very, very small near the back of the console that blows air out of one of the sides. And it's blocked by those two giant white scallop-shaped things, so you're barely getting any airflow. The console is just a hot box, basically waiting to die from just being overheated. Like, it is a terrible design. Yay. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a thing. It, it's disappointing that after a very, 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 very loud last-gen console... Uh, they start out with another very, very loud console. Um, hopefully that's something that fixes fast. I So, has it been reported for both versions, or is it just no, no, the disc version? No, it's both versions. Yeah, A okay. lot of people have complained about noise coming from the disc tray with the disc versions, yes. And the disc tray is very, very loud, because it doesn't have the right bearings on it. Yeah. So, Damn. that's what happens when you fucking cheap out <laughs> hey they had to go with what was available right now it's, it's they're going through a pandemic don't you know i mean all the fans in my pc case are maglev fans they're quiet as a motherfucker if i crank them up to the highest setting the only thing you can hear is just the fan noise there's no rubbing no warble no grinding none, none of that mm. the ps5 sounds like someone threw a shit ton of sand in it before they shipped it out it happens, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, I can tell from from my experience with the Series S, uh, like I said, I didn't get the X. I don't plan on getting an X. Um, maybe if they do a slim model, who fucking knows? Literally a box that's half as big. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I plan on... Or not plan on... I, uh, I haven't had any issue. It's fucking quiet as shit. Um, yeah. I remember I sent a picture to Dave... Or he he had come over after we had it had, we had gotten it and it was on it was running he didn't even notice it was in the room. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, again, it's 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 good design concepts. The Series X even or the Series S that you have is designed to maximize airflow through its chassis. Geez. All there's to it. Chassis. Have good airflow and you don't have overheating problems. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be that hard, right? Maybe I don't know. It's I'm not really a not. I'm not an engineer. I don't know how to build shit. I I have a hard enough time just fucking with shit to make IKEA furniture work together that aren't supposed to go together. <laughs> Seriously, I have a whole table that I created out of broken other pieces of IKEA furniture. It works great. It's what my computer and two monitors sit on. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like a second layer to my main desk. Yes. Well, the bit of news we were going to talk about anyway is that... Oh, yeah, we were still we still never got to that, did we? No. The, uh, the scalpers of the PS5 reportedly have more inventory of their own than some retailers have in stock. Yeah, there have been a handful of images going around already of rooms full of PlayStation 5s, both digital and disc, or, yeah, regular. Yeah. Um, I will say I did. Somebody posted. Uh, it popped up on my Facebook Marketplace. They were selling one of the disc versions for only six hundred dollars. I'm gonna say that's a fucking steal compared to what I've seen online other places. <laughs> yes, it is. That I mean, is, that the, is a the reasonable. Average, the average going price for a PS5 is hovered between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars. Like that's what people want for these things right now, and they they know that they're scalpers in. 
they know why they do it and all i hope is that that inventory sits in their homes or wherever they have it stored for years and years and years and never gets sold yeah until they're forced to liquidate it for for cheap i uh yeah i would love for i would love for enough people to be like oh it's not worth getting this console right now um and in my opinion i of course i'm this is i'm I'm not anti-PlayStation. I have loved PlayStation my entire life. I just have been able to click more with what Xbox has been doing for the last fucking decade at this point, I guess. Um, The PlayStation 5 does not have enough of a reason to be bought right now, in my opinion. Neither does the the Xbox, the Series X, Uh, again, in my opinion. The thing that it has going for it to me more than the PlayStation is the fact that you can literally play every single thing. Um, PlayStation, yeah. I think there's still a handful. Or I mean, a good there's a whole console that you can't touch well, games on. That's true. What Xbox has, and we've said this before, is it has accessibility and ease of use on its side. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation does not have that. They they, they have accessibility, ease of, ease of use, and um. In my opinion, the core, I'm just going to put it out there, a better subscription service. Uh, <laughs> a better subscription service. Yeah. Uh, also, your Xbox won't overheat to the point you can literally just cook a fucking steak on the damn thing. But they vape smoke, man. Um, <laughs> they might be, yeah, they might be vapors. That's the only thing you have to watch out for your Xbox. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't think there's I I don't think either of these consoles should have come out yet. I think they should have held off on release because the biggest titles that were coming out for them also got delayed. Fuck. We don't even know if some of the biggest titles that were supposed to be released by the end of this year are coming. We'll get to that in a little bit too. Um But no, on this back to the scalper thing, I the bots are ridiculous. We've talked about it since the pre-orders and everything have been going up i've seen constant updates and tweets about all the other locations getting another small small uh round of of pre-orders or orders and everything you can do both in store and online i think at this point it's mostly online um Mm -hmm. because they're smart and they don't want to i don't know i think it would probably work you would have a better chance if you could go in store and get them but the problem with that is you are going in stores when there's a pandemic. <laughs> they want to avoid the rush. Yeah. Is like nobody wants a big I mean, even this year, nobody wanted a big Black Friday rush, for example. But right? they still fucking had it in certain places. Of course they did, because consumers can't help themselves. <laughs> um but it is I think a lot of retailers did the responsible thing and put a lot of their Black Friday deals up online. A lot of them put them up early. A lot of them ran those Black Friday deals for several days. Like a week-long thing, yeah. I know um, a lot of places are still doing it. Some people started yesterday and are going through the rest of the weekend and ending on Cyber Monday. Yes. Well, again, it is. this is the economy that we have to live in right now. Um, it, it was not built to last through a pandemic, point blank. And so, you know, the market has to adapt to that. And I think... Some retailers are getting that. Some retailers are adapting very well. And some retailers are still on the same old bullshit where they're like, no, we're going to have an in-person Black Friday, everyone rushing into our store, fucking stabbing each other over televisions. Um, and if that's what they want, then that's what they get. And 
that model will probably fail in the very near future. Yay. Um <laughs> So who knows? What what I do know is this is is again I hope that these motherfuckers who scalped all these consoles because I know that there are families out there that were holding off for like a holiday gift for a kid or something like that. I honestly just hope that they're that inventory sits around in their fucking storerooms for years and years and years until those consoles are practically worthless yep. and they have to liquidate them for like a hundred bucks a piece. Yep. It'll be great. I'm, I can't wait for them to not make any of their money. I fucking hope at least. I mean, I hope so. Who knows? We, we have the holiday coming up and that's where I'm really afraid that people are just going to they're they're gonna give into that fear of missing out. They're gonna give a, give into the fear of like possibly disappointing a child somewhere, or something like that. A child, a spouse, a partner, and they're just gonna give in and start buying up the scalpers' inventory. Yeah. I don't know. I really think that they're not smart enough. I don't know the term I want to look for right now. It's not even about being smart or dumb. It's it's a matter of desperation. Is like you have to imagine like. You and Kim, for example, don't have children. I don't have a child. But for people I know who have children, children who are in their, you know, preteens and early teens, a lot of them were hoping to get new consoles for Christmas. Like, that's that's always a hot seller. Yeah. I and mean, so, hell, I always love the new console for Christmas. Yeah. But Actually, wait, like, no. I've never gotten a console for Christmas. Actually, technically, the Xbox One, but I got it early. I mean, imagine explain like a ten-year-old does not care if your explanation to that ten-year-old is, well, sorry, I couldn't get you a cans, I couldn't get you a console this Christmas because all these greedy fucks bought them all before I could get one. They'd be like, "Why are you saying fuck, mommy?" <laughs> that's a, that's a if it was my word. kid, I'd be like, "Listen, you need to start saying fuck." Listen, you piece of shit. <laughs> I didn't mean Listen, to have you. Fuck. All your kids will think you were cool. Start saying fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> So your head was boring me, so I gave you a background. Yeah, I have a background. Did you look at it? Anyway. Oh, he's not, he's not <laughs> even going to fucking look at it. Um, nothing, I'll go look at it. It's nothing Jesus. like mean or anything. It's just a screenshot because Ghibli has released like thousands of images, high quality images you can use for whatever you want. Um, I'll so have to can, watch an ad for Star Wars Squadrons first. Are you not subscribed to our channel? I am. I'm not logged into my account currently. <laughs> oh. Wait, what do you... Do you not... Are you not always logged in? Is that why you have to re-log in every fucking time? I have to log in between the two different accounts. My account and the Space Don Taco one. No. Oh. Okay. Yes, no! No, you don't! Sorry. You just reminded me. No, you don't. You ha you should have the ability to. We meant to. I meant to talk to you about about again another time or earlier. I should have the ability to switch. Yes, I know. No, no, no. I mean, you should have the ability to adjust it without being on switching to the other account. I think I gave you and Dave that ability. You're right. Anyway, uh, moving along here because we moving we spent right enough time on. on the PS5 thing. Um. I guess we can talk about Cyberpunk briefly. Um, yeah. Everyone, of course, knows it was delayed till December 10th. The the only news that I had heard about it is that Cyberpunk had sent a memo out basically to a bunch of their investors saying, don't worry, guys, we're not delaying the game anymore. It will definitely Most be coming likely. out December 10th. We'll find out December 10th. 
where it's yeah. at least sometime before. Well, now now it seems like they are they have to put it out because their investors are pressuring them. They're saying, "Hey, we we put money into this project for you to make this game, and we're now looking for our return." And you've delayed the game twice, and we still haven't gotten our return. Yeah. So, like, it's time to actually put it out there and see how it does. I just hope it doesn't turn into a Bethesda situation where the game comes out and it's broken as a motherfucker, and they have to just work on patches for the next couple of years. I mean, they're going to have to work on patches for the next couple of years anyway. Here's the thing. I don't think... I don't think that'll be the issue... I look at it as how how many issues were there with um, Witcher Three when it launched? There were plenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, they're fucked too. <laughs> there's even a joke. <laughs> so there's a joke card in the Gwent PC game. Oh, the um, horse card. Yeah, it's Roach's card, and it has him standing on top of a house with Geralt looking up at him. <laughs> yeah. So what you're telling me is. We shouldn't expect it to be perfect anyway, but because like, this is the world of gaming, people yes. will expect it to be perfect anyway. Yes, I don't expect the game to be. Per- I don't expect any game to be perfect. I expect the game to be passable, to be playable, and I expect them to deliver on their promises of a deep, branching narrative story with a lot of ingrained RPG elements to let you build the character that you want to build. Yeah. That's what I expect. I expect full world building. I expect a great plot. I expect great story structure. I expect great side stories. And I expect you to play it on characters, all that stuff. And I expect you to play it on stream because I won't be playing that game. <laughs> if I get it for PC, sure. Are you not going to get it for PC? Probably get it for PC because I I cannot deal with the fact that now I'm a generation behind the graphics on my One X right now. Although, if you think about it, if you get it on the um, Series or the One X, you'll get it on Series X as well. That is true. Because right I now, I think I'm fine with having it on PC. My PC will outlast most consoles right now. All right, as long as you don't take it apart and put it back together again. Listen, that other PC is working right now. By the way. What other PC? Are you not on the PC that you spent all your money on? No, this is the PC I spent all the money oh, on. Okay. The other, my older PC is working now. Okay. I just had to replace the motherboard. That's all. Okay. I believe you. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh, I'm good. It's um, it's not a heavy heavy news weeks two weeks of news. I'm slightly off camera and it's bugging me. Not off camera, off center. Um, and, uh, you know, I haven't really had a chance to do too much cool stuff, play too much cool stuff. Um, I know, for fun, we both hopped in, as well as our friend Damien hopped in and played some motherfucking turbo dismount because why not when everything is fucking on sale right now? By the time yes. this comes out, it won't be, but I'm just saying... If you missed out, I'm so sorry. You missed out on some really good deals for the uh, fall sale, which Thanksgiving's Black Friday sale, I guess, on Steam. Um, yeah. It's okay. Give it two weeks and you'll have the Christmas sale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that game, it was like, what, we got it for like two, three bucks? Yep. It's and fun. It is worth it is worth exactly that much money to me. <laughs> it's, it's a perfect game to just waste time and just fuck around. 
Um, I wish that there was a multiplayer aspect where you could like take turns or some shit like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's literally just you launching yourself into a world and causing as much chaos and destruction for yourself. I'm, I'm having fun with it because it reminds when I was playing Burnout Paradise during during our extra live stream, I remember talking about one of the burnouts had like a crash mode in it. Yeah, and it reminds where you of that. Idea was just, yeah, it reminds me of that. It's just about causing like as much damage as possible in goofy ways. And Turbo Dismount has enough goofy shit in it to just keep you entertained for like at least an hour just sitting there just fucking around in it. Yeah. I mean, we were all what? It was like midnight? No. Yeah. Was that that? Yeah, that was that night. Um, yeah, why not? All right. Uh, no, I, bet, I haven't really... I mean, this past week, I don't know what you streamed. I think you streamed Subnautica. Um, but I know I all I really got a ch- got around to streaming was I played a little bit of Terraria. Because it was, it was a chill. I've been doing a lot of chill streams because of, after work, I'm just fucking dead. Um, yeah. So I ended up getting into Terraria, started a brand new world, forgot how fucking, like, dense that game is. There's so yeah, much to it. And I've, I've, like, barely scratched the surface in the new in the new uh, playthrough I'm doing. Um, Very dense. It was a little too dense for me, and I just stopped playing it. It was just... I loved it. I, I got to the point that I'd beaten most of the bosses. And I'm like, I, I need to do so much to get through. And I just started a new one because I didn't remember anything. Um... But I also played, and I love how I did write this. It's just I just have it written as some weird ass Pokemon hack called Pokemon Black, maybe because I think it was called Pokemon Black. This came out before Pokemon Black came out. Mm-hmm. Um, black and white. Uh, it's basically a Pokemon game that's set in in the United States, but it makes it seem like there's some shit going on in the real world. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Most of the Pokemon I've come across so far are relatively normal creature things. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see a Pikachu. I Like, I went through the entirety of the, um, what's that thing? The uh, Viridian Forest. No Pikachus. Uh, I got a Pidgeotto. Um, fucking wild Pidgeotto. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, like, I think the first weird thing you come across was I went to fight the the Brock character, because it's not actually, actually Brock, and I think it was, like, a Diglett and maybe an Onyx? I don't remember. I'll have to go back and try it out again, but it, it seems like they're not as many of the fantastical Pokemon characters. Like, I feel like it really is, hey, welcome to the real world, slightly mutated. Um, especially because oh that's right either the game is broken or there aren't any of those weird abilities like bubble beam not bubble beam but like water gun and shit like that because I had a Psyduck that got up to level like 10 and it didn't learn any new abilities it only had scratch oh wow yeah so I need to look into it more to see if I had it was just busted or if it's just weirdly fucked up I do want to try and play some more um hack rom hacks and randomizers because those things are just stupid fun um especially because you can make it speed up and you don't have to wait for all that shit to happen in the opening scenes of pokemon games because man (laughs) the first 20 minutes of a pokemon game 
is so boring and slow. Well, I can't tell you what a godsend that is playing through Final Fantasy VII on PC, being able to just speed shit up. Oh, yeah. I mean, hell, there's even the fucking, um, the, uh, Legend of Zelda randomizer, the Ocarina of Time one that I've seen other people play. You can have mm -hmm. it set that it skips cutscenes. <laughs> Which, when there's literally a cutscene that's like 10 minutes long of the giant fucking uh, Zora King sliding to the left. <laughs> God damn. It's like, wee, wee, wee. For 10 minutes. I swear it's 10 minutes. I, I'm sure it's like three. But still, it's way too fucking long. And I'm so glad you can just literally click a box and be like, no cutscenes. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Then it's cool, especially with that one. You can have it re re, re, re randomize to the point where it, it follows logic. So it's like, okay, you're never going to have a point where to get into this room you need a key, but the thing that you get in that room is the key to that room, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is good because I hate games that I, I would hate a game that's like, hey, you can't beat me. I'm broken. Yeah. Well. Luckily, I did that. There have been games that I've played that are like that. Um, and there have been games where I've encountered game-breaking glitches before that just make me have to start the game all over again. Yeah. And those aren't randomized games sometimes. <laughs> no. Those are games that are purpose-built to, to let you play through them, but then sometimes you just run into an area where you can't get through shit. Which, by the way, I also really want... Uh... I want to play a randomized Breath of the Wild because I love I, like I, I love Breath of the Wild, but I don't. Let me see if there's anything like that yet. I'm sure there is, but I'm not gonna like at put anything on my my Switch. I would need mm -hmm. to find a way to get it like built in so I could just have a PC version of it or some shit. Um, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know enough about that stuff. That's completely out of my realm of, of gaming knowledge. <laughs> like, I know some speedrunning shit, but I don't know how to be like, hey, let's hack the system. Bah, 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 bah. Well, you can always do the ultimate challenge, which is to beat Ganon with nothing more than a stick. tree branches. Just tree branches. Well, so that's a funny thing. In um, <laughs> in one of the randomizers I was watching, it was uh, the, the most easily accessible weapon was sticks. Um, yep. <laughs> So for a good portion of the the live streams, they were just fighting everything with sticks until they finally, like, three streams in, I think, finally got an actual sword. <laughs> and at that point, oh. they still didn't have a fucking ocarina. Uh, My problem with Breath of the Wild is I was, I was hoarding a lot of weapons mm. because I'm used to the traditional RPG where my weapons don't fucking break. Um, if they can break, they can be repaired later on. Um, so I was hoarding, like, really powerful swords and stuff that I found around the world for, like, the final boss fight. Because the entire boss fight, the final boss fight against Calamity Ganon, because I had all four beasts, super easy fight, did it all with just one sword the yep. entire time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that final fight, once you, once you have all four of the beasts, the final fight is, like, super easy. Yep. Um, especially if you're... You're, uh... What's that thing called? You're good at deflecting. 
Yeah. If you're bad at deflecting, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that game, get, everything about that game is harder if you are not good at the whole reflection, the reflecting attacks thing. Deflecting. Deflecting. That's the thing. That's the word. <laughs> Jeez, Nate, why didn't you fix that for me? I was saying it wrong the whole time. I don't know. Um, well, so what you've been playing? Well, I picked up a couple games on Game Pass. Um, I'll start with the bottom, which is not on Game Pass, because I played some of this off-stream. Um, I progressed a bit through Subnautica, just to get through some of the more mundane, boring, gathering materials parts of the game. What? I thought people loved watching that. Well, I did get to some significant parts of the story, which is going to the first piece of dry land to discover an abandoned base from a previous crew that had apparently landed on the planet. Hmm. Um, And then I went to the alien base where they have the big gun at. Um, A ship basically comes to save you. You hear them on their long-range transmitter. You can get a timer for when they're going to show up. And if you don't cure yourself of this bacterial infection that you pick up on this planet in time and try to use this thing, it locks you out. Basically, you're not allowed to disable this quarantine protocol that fires this big space laser at shit. And so that ship ends up getting shot down. Now, I have seen people speed run the game before where they do everything they need to do. They do just the bare essentials to go get the cure as quickly as possible. So by the time that ship arrives, they can can disable the gun and get off the planet like right away. Wow. Yeah. What's a, um, now I want to look into what a speedrun event is. So. Yeah. So I am... I'm progressing through the story enough where I started to build my own base, um, which is a more important part of the game than I thought it would be because you run out of space to put shit very quickly. Um, I've got the personal submarine now called the Cyclops, I believe. Yeah. No, the Cyclops is the big one. I've got the other, the smaller submarine. I forget what it's called. I can't remember either. It's called the Seamoth. That's what it's called. Yeah. So I've got the personal Seamoth now, which can go up to, I think, its crush depth is 200 meters. So once I pass that point, it starts taking damage. Um, But I've explored a lot more of the world. I've gone a lot deeper into the ocean. Um, and I'm just gathering up right now. I'm focused on gathering more materials so I can build more stuff out from where I originally started. I've got a couple markers now to discover some different places to advance the story some more. So I'll be back probably streaming that Monday night right. and, uh, we'll see how far I get with that. Um, other than that, I played, i got these two off game pass sniper elite four, which takes place in Italy this time. But you're still shooting. Hitler you're still shooting. Nuts. Yes. Um, but I've been playing it co-op with my buddy James. Oh, cool. The game is far more fun playing it co-op than it is single. Yeah. The maps in the game are notoriously huge, as they are in all Sniper Elite games. Um, but that's to give you multiple paths, to really plan it out, to make, to make you mired in that sniper mindset, where you're planning everything out, how you're going to engage every enemy, stuff like that. Um. I think the thing I appreciate the most about the game is its attention to detail and authenticity with um, period accurate character models, period accurate weaponry that you can collect throughout the game, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, For someone like me, that's a big thing in historic shooters is I like to see accuracy in those shooters. Um, And just the bullet physics. Even playing on one step up from the easiest difficulty, you still have to place your shots well. You still have to gauge your distances. 
Mm. Playing on the easiest difficulty is literally just point and click. It's all hit scan. You have to do no thinking about where you're shooting at. Nice. Um, but when you go a step up from that, you at least have to account for things like bullet drop, your elevation versus your target elevation, and the distance to your target that you're trying to snipe. Um, and noise and all that stuff like that. Because enemies hear your gunshots if they're not masked, so they'll come and try to find you and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um... The only other thing I picked up was Jedi Fallen Order, which I played a bit of today. I'm enjoying it a lot because I just like Star Wars lore, and this just adds to that. Um, it is exactly what I expected. It's a very Soulsy game. Yeah, I was gonna say it's basically Soul Star Wars. Yeah, it is Soul Star Wars. I mean, I ran into a, like a mini boss enemy that I just couldn't beat. I had no like I used every trick I had, which wasn't many. The game has RPG lights elements where you gain certain skills. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have anything really, and I tried to go up against this big boss monster thinking, well, if I just evade and keep poking it and evade and keep poking mm -hmm. it, that'll work. Didn't fucking work. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, that's a big reason why I didn't get into that game, is because I'm not a Dark Soulsy mm -hmm. fan. Yeah. I mean, the game is... The game is more Souls-lite than Souls-like, I will say. Yeah. Um, the game can be forgiving. It does have difficulty settings in it, so if you just want to breeze through it on an easy mode, you can do that too. Um, but it's the, the souls elements come in in the way that saving is done in it. You have meditation spots, which are like bonfires and dark souls. Um, when you sit at them, they do save your progress in the game, but you have options in there. It's where you can upgrade your skills. If you have skill points, um, you can also rest there, which restores your health, gives you all your healing items back and restores your force energy, but all the enemies respawn as well, which is a big soulsy element too. Yeah, it's a Soulsy element, but it also lets you do things like grind for XP so you can get more skill points. Or True. maybe you had a really tough fight in front of you before, and your health is sapped, and you think, well, if I meditate at the spot just before here, and I fight these guys again, now that I know how they attack and move and where they are, mm -hmm. it'll be an easier fight for me, so I'll go up against them again, and maybe I won't take as much damage. So it's a strategy for you to figure out, am I going to rest or am I not going to rest here? Um but you can meditate at every point without resting just to save your progress in that level. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. The respawning is forgiving too. It's Souls-esque in that point where the enemy who killed you basically gets all your XP. And by damaging that enemy, again, you get, you get that XP back. Yeah. So. So it's the enemy, not it just doesn't drop in a little like come pick up your souls spot. No. In okay. this case, you have to damage that enemy who who killed you. Because it's like, I always liked the, the way that Hollow Knight worked, where what you lost was basically part of your health, and mm -hmm. you had to defeat, very quickly usually, a defeat a demon shadow version of yourself almost. Um, gotcha. I don't know if you ever played that game. I highly recommend it. I, I love that game. Um, speaking to the Star Wars side of things, though, I, I need to read into the lore because the way that Disney handles Star Wars is now everything that they release, unless they state otherwise, is part of the Star Wars canon now. Um, so everything that happens in that game is canon. And because that happens, mm -hmm. is that, that is a, is it a pre-original trilogy or is it post-original trilogy? It's, it's pre-original no, trilogy. No, it's pre because there's Inquisitors. Inquisitors aren't around post trilogy exactly so this game takes place just after the clone wars about four years after the clone yeah. wars yeah so that's the, the thing 
I was just, I didn't want to go into spoilers or whatever for obviously you aren't that far in either. Um, but that that's a big part of why I want to read it because that is like some of the best Star Wars content exists within between the sure. the different trilogies. Well, um, I think it's the best Star Wars content because it exists in that transitional period. So you're seeing how we got from prequel to sequel trilogy, mm -hmm. right? You're also seeing basically what the original Star Wars was based on, the idea of a group of ragtag rebels fighting this giant evil empire that they seem to have no chance against. Again, if you have not watched it, I highly recommend watching Star Wars Rebels. It is... Watch Rebels, watch Clone Wars, they're both great. Watch Mandalorian too, but that's a whole other topic that I will eventually get to, hopefully. I will say, for what it's worth, Fallen Order is shaping up to be a pretty good game. I'm enjoying... You know what I've discovered so far in it. I'm enjoying the fact that the game is very story driven and lore heavy. It's not just all action twenty four seven with no thought put into it. Mm -hmm. um, the combat is a little bit more slow and plodding. I think people were used to what they had in games like uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, or um, Force Unleashed was probably the most popular yeah. one, where it's very aggressive lightsaber combat and it felt like no one could stand up to you. This game requires you to think more about your engagements, to learn about how enemies attack and what they'll do depending on the situations that you're in and the situations you put enemies in. Um, for example, I ran into a Stormtrooper Heavy Gunner. He's got a big rotary cannon, big rotary blaster cannon, with a little shield in front of it, so you can't deflect blaster bolts directly back at him because the shield blocks it. So hmm. your entire strategy is based on closing the distance between him and you while he tries to mow you down. Yeah. He's got a cooldown period after he fires for a while, but you have block stamina, so you can't just hold your block forever and stand there. Mm -hmm. Now, he's easy in a one-on-one -on -one engagement because your block stamina will never run out in that burst. Yeah. You can just block and close distance to him. But if he's in a group, you've got a lot of enemies surrounding you. Now you've got to pick out, like, which enemy I'm going to take out first. Who can you, is the biggest threat here? Can <laughs> you reflect at other enemies, or does it only go back to... It only goes back to the origin. That's you can do this annoying. with normal st stormtroopers pretty easily because they have a slow rate of fire, mm -hmm. but you have to parry the blaster bolt just before it hits you or yeah. just deflects in a random direction. Ooh, but in that case, if you parry randomly, you could hit other people. There's also instances where you can get different enemies to attack each other. For example, a lot of the planets you visit, of course, have their own native animals to them, and you can get them through certain tricks or just through watching what happens when they're near each other mm -hmm. you can pretty much get them to kill one another sometimes that's always fun um, which opens up new paths for you right? that was a that's a fallout thing that i always enjoyed seeing yes it's just it's it's a neat game um again i'm enjoying it for what it is i'm pretty sure by the time i get close to the end of it i'll unlock 70 force abilities and lightsaber skills and shit like that that cal kestis the main character will just be a total badass in his own right but I also hope the challenge of the game ramps up with me getting those new skills. That way they're actually put to the test and I learn how to use them better. Yeah, you don't want to be like, hey, I'm overpowered forever now? Pretty much. All right. Um. So yeah, that's all I played this week. Cool. Yeah, I, I really haven't had a chance to play much. I've mostly been doing... Mostly watching stiffs. Um, most importantly... Excuse me. Um... We've reached the end, the end of Supernatural series finale. It's done over with 15 years, 15 years of the Winchester Brothers. Done. 
How, how much? How much thing. Supernatural have you watched, Nate? Not much. Maybe a bit into. In fact, I only think I finished season one. Never mind. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I've not watched can... a lot of that movie. What movie? I'm sorry, not movie. Haven't watched a lot of that. Shit. Oh, okay. I'm like, there's a movie. Did I miss a movie? Uh, <laughs> fuck! They, I watched the anime. Um, <laughs> I did. I read the manga, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, there was an anime of it. Uh, where they basically just adapted a handful of the episodes, and one of them they adapted is one of my all-time favorite episodes that I think just, it didn't play as well. It was, because it's shorter. I think it, they held to a shorter form, or a, shor- a shorter length episode kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Still good, just not as good. Um, but man, I know the internet is, or was, at this point, we're a week away from it, so nobody gives a shit anymore. Um, a lot of people fucking hated it. But yeah. I think the issue is a lot of people didn't understand two main things. One, shows rarely, rarely have good endings. I'm to especially a show that's been running for fifteen years. How the fuck are you supposed to wrap up something that's been going that long and not have it be not lackluster, just not live up to everything you are expecting? I mean, why mm-hmm. do you think we haven't gotten a uh, fucking Half-Life 3 or a Portal 3? They don't <laughs> want to ruin what they left us with or they've built up. Um, the other thing is a lot of people I don't, think, I don't think understand, and I've brought this up multiple times in real life and in podcast life, um, the original story of Supernatural ends in season five. The way the series was written was to end with Dean dead, and Sam living a life, living a life without hunting anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's how the showrunner left the show. But because the show wasn't canceled or wasn't done, they had to continue the story. So instead of it ending with, hey, happy go lucky, Dean living his life, he got a dog, got a girlfriend. Uh, it, it, one final shot at the end of the episode was, hey, Dean's back. How the fuck's Dean back? He's just standing out front of this house, all creepy and menacing underneath the streetlight. Um, mm-hmm. And then it continues, and everything happens, and then we go on this roller coaster ride of, to the point that they fucking defeat God. Um, <laughs> no joke, no joke. The final villain of the Supernatural series is fucking God. Like, hey, bro, want to go kill God? Sure. <laughs> Here's the best part: they didn't kill God. They took his powers, and now he's just a normal mortal. Okay. I have a feeling that I'm at least going to have to watch this. But in doing so, here's the here's my favorite part about this. So they defeat God. God is done. He is just a normal guy. He has to live out his normal, short human life now. And in doing so, the person that took his powers now has replaced him as God. Um, Did they play What If God Was One Of Us when this happened? No, they didn't. Thank <laughs> fucking God. Um... <laughs> So this happens. All this fun shit happens. Yay. This is the second to last episode. The entire main issue or the main conflict of this series or the the season ends in the second to last episode. The last episode is them just going back and living a normal life while still hunting. They're like, hey, all right, cool, whatever. Everyday life, fun, fun, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. They have a dog now because there's a whole thing that happens. Whatever, skip over that. Um, 
they go to a pie festival because you have to have pie. You can't send off one of the longest running shows without going back for pie because pie is better than cake, Nate. Um, <laughs> and Dean loves pie. That's the main thing. So Dean gets his pie. He literally get, brings like a tray full of multiple pie pieces, all that shit. Uh, and everything's all happy and all that. Oh, but then there's a murder. There's a murder and a kidnapping. There's double murder and a kidnapping. Oh, no, just single murder. Well, I think the wife gets her tongue cut off. And the kids are kidnapped. Uh, and they're like, well, duh, we know what it is as vampires. So they go hunting. They find the hunt. They find the nest. They go. They're killing all the motherfuckers up left and right. Uh, and it just happens like a normal episode. It feels like 100% a normal early, like, not super story heavy episode. Uh, but in the fight, Dean gets impaled on a on a like a hook or some shit that's on a post in this barn and fucking dies and it's like it's one of those things where you're like well the original story was supposed to end with dean dying and sam living a normal life and that's how it fucking plays out they kill off dean halfway through the episode maybe a little bit less than a little bit more than halfway through the episode uh you get to watch him slowly die in front of his brother uh, and us. Like, legit, I was I was fucking Niagara Falls over here, man. Um, <laughs> and then he appears in heaven. Like, new heaven. Because old heaven was really boring. You just got locked in a room and you experienced your happiest memories over and over again for eternity. Um, but new God rework some shit because they're friends and he they know things better he knows better than i guess the previous regime uh, <laughs> 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 um so he reworked it so instead of that you basically just live out life forever live out like the perfect life forever um so this series finale just sounds like it should be titled a coup in heaven <laughs> no, because Jack, who was the new god, is it, it was I. I really liked how they worked his storyline, and it, it was something that I kind of had not predicted, but had very. I was very much like I feel like it's gonna go this way. I'm not like a hundred percent, but I feel like it could go this way. Because Jack, fuck, I'm gonna have to explain more. Jack is a <laughs> Jack, who is now the new god who took God's powers, is a nephilim. Do you know what a nephilim? Nephilim. Yes, is? I know what a nephilim. All right, is. just making sure. Whatever, he's the son of Satan. So the whole fear was he was going to be born and raised and destroy the world. Um, but instead, they took care of Satan. They raised him right. Uh, and he ended up being a good guy. And then he kind of became a bad guy to a certain extent. But he then came back as a good guy. Um, he accidentally killed their mom that had already, been brought, had already been dead and then got brought back to life by death, maybe? I don't remember. Oh, no. God's sister. Yeah. Um, Amara. Uh, these are all character names that some people will know, and other people will be like, the fuck are you talking about? This makes no sense. God's name's Chuck, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's already making no sense to me, but carry on. <laughs> My wayward son, that's really funny. The last episode's called Carry On. And that song plays twice. One, the regular version. The other one is a really horrible fucking cover. But it makes sense because it's playing while we get to see Sam live his life being a normal human. Having a wife. Having a dog. Having a son. Having a son that grows old. Having him that grows old. And then puts on a really fucking horrible cheap ass wig. Um, 
and then he dies. And then he appears <laughs> in heaven. No, he lives he lives in normal. You get, old, you get a wig, you fucking die. <laughs> I'm telling you, I need to find that. Hold on, let me find this fucking ass. Bad wig Sam Winchester series finale. That's how I'm gonna Google that. Images. Sure. The here's the thing about being upset about series finales on any show though, right? Is you got groups of people who are upset for different reasons. You got groups of people who are upset because the show didn't play into all their little fan theories and fantasies they had about the show. Those people get upset for dumb reasons. You got another group of fans who are upset because maybe previous plot threads weren't tied up. Maybe things were left unsaid. Maybe things were left felt like they were left unfinished in the series. Those people kind of have legitimate criticism. Then you have people who are just upset because a show that they really, really like is ending and they think it should be perpetual and go on forever. Forever! And those people are the fucking worst. <laughs> God, I can't find a good picture of it. Like, how many episodes of One Piece do we have now? 9,000. Less than... Su- or the, One Piece has less episodes than... Um, oh, fuck. What is that show? I can't find I can't find an image right now. Um, it has less episodes than Case Closed. I'm just saying. And Case Closed is a good show. Well, there's the difference. Case Close is good. It's also been running since before we were born. Um, and it's not even one of like the, the top three longest running anime. Uh, so yeah, Dean dies with his bad wig. Um, and then appears in heaven with Dean. So they get to end. They have like a, oh, you die. I love you. Goodbye. Um, and they kind of just have this scene where they look across the the new heaven that they're in forever, and the camera pans out and it cuts to black and it's like boom, thank you, we love you. And then they have like this short little vid clip of them with the rest of the cast and crew or the rest of the crew, and it's like fuck, man, I've been watching this shit. I I had this conversation with Elsa, Kim's best friend. We both have been wa- we have both had the Winchester brothers in our life longer than Kim. <laughs> so like please not watch this podcast no she knows we talked about it um i had that realization i'm like i've been watching this show for longer than i've known you i've been watching that show longer than i've known most of the people that i talk to on a regular basis um none of those people watch this show <laughs> and i'm okay with it i'm okay with being the only person that loves fucking supernatural it's a it's a fun show it's not a good show consistently but it's a mm. fun show and i'm gonna miss it i actually hit i had the realization looking i was watching tv on youtube the other day and uh i had the realization i had to just remove it from my record new episodes section because i'm like fuck mm. there will never be a new episode of supernatural and that was kind of like a heartbreaking moment for me yeah um, but for me, I loved it. I thought it was a good ending. I loved the fact that it was like, hey, we're not waiting until the final episode to wrap the big bad, as well as to see what happens with these two. I love that it was basically like, hey, here is the entire series. The Here's the entire season, the entire big bad, something we've been leading to for a while now. We've known Chuck's kind of a douchebag. Um, mm-hmm. You get to and get that ending in the second to the last episode, in the penultimate episode. And then it's kind of like an epilogue. The final episode is basically an epilogue for the series. And I thought it was really well done for what the show was. 
they couldn't yeah. have done it any 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 better. There was not a better way to do this. This they basically were able to take what the original creator wanted yeah. the 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 brothers to end like, and yeah. then have it play out that way. Fucking so ten over, years later. Overall, you are satisfied with the ending of the series. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> way more than Game of Thrones. Well, that's good. So, <laughs> moving on to your next thing here, Mandalorian. I'm going to ask you not to spoil anything. I will say <laughs> one thing. Okay. Two things, technically. One is the closest to a spoiler that I will say, and the other thing is how I feel about the closest thing to a spoiler. Um, so what do you know about Mandalorian so far? Not a lot. <laughs> All right, so you have, how many, have you watched any of it? I have not watched any of it, but right. I'm going to soon. With Game Pass, there's a perk now for a trial subscription to Disney+. Plus. Hurry, I think that ends at the end of the month. Um, yeah. So, you know about Baby Yoda. Yes. I'm doing the air quotes. Um, I got the giant one right over there. <gasps> Excuse me. Um, we find out his name. Oh, boy. He has a real name. Like... He's been referred to as the child. Obviously, they don't call him Baby Yoda because mm -hmm. nobody knows who the fuck Yoda is in this world currently. Technically. Um, we find well, out his name and the, the internet is split on how they mm -hmm. feel about his fucking name. I think it's great. Um, not like well, the greatest name in, on, in the planet. I'm like, come on. If you're unhappy about this name, there's something wrong with you. I it's, hope it's better than fucking Yardle, which was the Yaddle, name of the yeah, other Yeah, the kid. female Yoda? Yaddle. Fuck that shit. And this is where... So this is the, the, the closest two spoilers I will get with it, is I am happy because it's not another slight variation of a Y name that kind of sounds like Yoda. Yes. And that is a spoiler as Yaddle. I get. Yoda and Yaddle. Um, it's a very... This, especially... The last two, no, fuck, the last three episodes have been fan-fucking-tastic. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I have not not liked a single episode of this series, in all honesty. Uh, it has low points, but it's a low point that, like, is above so many other series' high points. Um, yeah. So, like, you have two episodes. It's basically one episode another episode in between that's more of a, a separate important story kind of thing and then the 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 next episode after that which is directly connecting to that two episodes ago kind of thing um and for people that have watched everything and i'm talking about rebels and clone wars this season is fucking ridiculous we thought one or two little hints from season 1 we're fucking awesome and crazy and ridiculous and we're like oh it could not get better than this the things that they've been able to do with elements that have only been in in the animated series being brought into the real world series i fucking mm -hmm. love it i am so happy about it um and i can't well, wait because there's only like three more episodes left i think of this season i think disney has to really buckle down now and realize that they've made a quality show that a lot of people are enjoying right now but it is also the foundation of their Disney Plus platform at the moment. Mandalorian has been the most watched thing consistently on Disney Plus since its launch. Except for one thing. What is that? I'll give you one guess. 
I don't know. Okay, it's Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason I think Hamilton has that is because um, it's something that you can watch once, mm-hmm. like paying attention to, but then throw it on in the background and play it whenever the fuck you want and not really have to pay attention to it. Because it's yes. a musical. You don't have to pay attention to it. It's basically, you could play it as, hey, I want to listen to the album. Let's just mm-hmm. put the entire show on. Yes. Well, Mandalorian is a quality show again, and Disney really has to invest the time and money into keeping it a quality show. They can't just phone it in and do cool Star Wars-y shit and call it Mandalorian. So in that is where I have faith in not Disney, but the people working on the show. Because you have Dave Filoni, who is the reason why the prequel trilogy has any redemption redeeming qualities in any way because he explored everything that happens between episodes two and three um Mm -hmm. and then fills in even more between three and four with rebels uh and people who are actually passionate about the source material i mean that's that's just about everybody involved in the show i feel is passionate about it um and i (laughs) i feel like because of it uh people like fuck, what is her name? Catherine Kennedy get a little bit more of a pass for how they've handled the Star Wars universe. Because Catherine Kennedy, I nothing against her. I just, I don't think Star Wars has been, and we've been very open about it, about the fact that we don't feel like Star Wars been, has been handled as well as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, it hasn't, and you know, we may give you may want to give her a bit of a pass, but Kathleen Kennedy to me was one of the worst things that happened to Star Wars, because she outright said that they didn't have source material to base their stories on, the things like that. And it's like you guys pulled stuff directly from the now non-canon extended universe to make the Star Wars you are currently making. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> I feel like the only and that's ah, there's because there's stuff about the the sequel trilogy I love like full on fucking love and then fucking Rogue One Rogue One is one of the is like top four top three I think I have it as top three favorite Star Wars things or movies Rogue One is great and Rogue One had all of the characterization that three whole movies did wrapped up into one it had the best story of rebels fighting the empires that I have ever seen like that was that was it that that was the fight that I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I highly recommend it. You should watch everything. <laughs> well, on to some other things here. Just rapid firing the rest of this. Sorry, that's fine. Um, so I rewatched Warm Bodies because that was also a perk on Game Pass for the month of October. Um, only thing I have to say about that is if you haven't watched this movie because it's flown under the radar since its release in 2013 even um it's a very very good romantic comedy movie yes it is based on it has zombie stuff in it that's kind of the point of the movie um well that's not the point of the movie the zombie stuff is a backdrop to the movie it's just the setting the movie takes place in but it is very much a movie about how sort of you know more or less love conquers all kind of deal um and I won't spoil a lot of it because I do want people to go watch it because it is deserving of more people watching this movie. But 
it's got a stellar cast in it. They all do a great job with the very little they're given. Um, and that's what makes the movie so endearing to me. Is this movie, like, by no right should be as good as I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, moving on to our anime stuff here just to get through it. Um, I'm going to go in order of importance to me. <laughs> so you're starting right with now. Yu Yu Hakusho. Well, no, I'm going from least to most important currently. Okay. So, and this doesn't mean that they're bad anime by any stretch of the imagination. These are all quality shows that everyone who is an anime fan should be watching. And I've watched the first, like, three episodes of this first one that I think you're talking about. Yes. If so, yes, I did watch, I'm watching the dub of Decadence right now. Only because it's one of those show, shows where the dub is actually quality and adds the characterization for me, being a native English speaker, it's just it's just better for me to watch that way right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're up to season or episode nine on the dub version right now. I haven't watched the latest episode that they dubbed. Yeah, but it's all very very good. Decadence is a really really good show that throws you for a loop consistently throughout the show. Um, it's kind of one of those shows where it keeps you guessing. You never really know what's going on until they start getting into the meat of the world building, and then it goes like almost just full on revolution. Mm-hmm. So. It, to me, it's a very endearing show. It's very well made, very high quality, and it's a show mostly about relationships between people who should not have, don't really have a reason to have a relationship with one another until they get to learn who each person, who one another really are. Yeah. Um. Next up was Konosuba season two. It's deep into that season now. I just finished <laughs> the latest episode that was released on there. Um, this is another thing I have to catch up on. Yes, they kind of just hit the climax of the season right now. Um, we're gearing up for what seems like it's going to be a major battle between a lot of the main characters of the show. So that's going to be interesting. I won't spoil it for people who haven't watched any of season two so far, but it is shaking up the world building in a way that I did not expect the series to go. And I'm really, <laughs> really enjoying that. Um... And then, of course, Yu Yu Hakusho. I haven't watched Yu Yu Hakusho since I was a kid. Oh, wow. And I had no idea how good it was until I started rewatching it as an adult. <laughs> like, for me, it was another one of those just beat-em-up Japanese cartoons that I watched with a cool protagonist who has superpowers and stuff. That was it to me. I watched the first episode of Yu Yu Hakusho, and I was fucking bawling. Like, first and second episode two biggest episodes that spoke to me the most because of personal shit I've been to in my own life but realize, like Yusuke just realizing how much the people around him care about him mm-hmm. when he doesn't think they do at all like that shit hits fucking home for me <laughs> and then seeing him go through all the struggles he does in the show get stronger like I just watched Genkai die that was fucking heart oh wow <laughs> um now I'm into the finals of the dark tournament um Karama just beat Karasu. And uh, his fight alone was fucking brutal. Like, he almost fucking died in his own fight. <laughs> so, like, I'm waiting. My biggest... The biggest thing that draws me back to the show right now, at least in the Dark Tournament arc, is Kuwabara. Because he's so much weaker than the other characters. But yeah. seeing him just go all out and give every fight, like, 110%, that is one of the most... That's the best thing about his character and watching this arc right now. He's because him and Yusuke are alike in that way. He's the uh, he's the peak himbo for anime. 
Yeah. Everybody loves but, that man. But, I mean, he just goes all out against opponents he has no business beating and still ends up winning. That's what's great about Kuwabara, especially. Um, and, of course, Yusuke, after, you know, getting the orb from Genkai and being able to use a spirit wave now is just so much more powerful than anybody has been credit for. Mm -hmm. And that's the best thing. Is like, it's always this thing where it's like the audience knows how powerful he's become, but the characters around him don't. And he's always surprising them. Um, and of course, even through this, just two arcs of the show, the beginning arc, the spirit detective arc, and now the dark tournament arc, Yusuke grows so much just through those two arcs into a better person overall. Yeah. So it's like, I watched, I watched this YouTube channel called Bonsai Pop. And this guy releases like a yearly video on Yu Yu Hakusho now. And he just did his second one today about how Yusuke grows and about how he's his favorite anime pro or shonen protagonist. And I was like, yeah, he kind of is mine too. Mm. Because, like, he's one of those protagonists who isn't just a musclehead who just gets power for no reason. Like, he has to struggle to get the, get the power that he has. And in some cases, he doesn't even want it. He's doing it because he has to prove to himself that he's better than what he thought he was at the beginning of the show. Um... And it's just, it's amazing all around. Even for, like, a 90s anime, it is still fucking top-notch. Like, this anime should be, like, a classic that you keep on the shelf always. Oh, yeah. To show to people when you're like, oh, you want to get an anime? Fucking watch this shit. I, uh, I, because I know I watched it, I rewatched it again last year, I think. And I think I had talked about it on the podcast. Um, I was a I think it was one of those I'm amazed at how much of it still holds up because I had rewatched it within the last couple of years too uh like before this last time um it, I love that it's one of those shows that sometimes people are like oh this is one of my favorite anime but I forget that it exists sometimes uh oh, yeah. because it was one of those it happened it was on Toonami that's how most of us saw it I think originally um yep but it was well here's point, the Sorry, just to cut you off for a second here. Yeah. It actually didn't start on Toonami. It really? started on Adult Swim. Oh, that's right. Because the dub version of Yu Yu Hakusho has a lot of fucking cursing in it at certain points. Yeah. <laughs> Plus they say there are some, and we, I think we talked about this when I had been rewatching it, but they they have some language in there that I'm still like, oh, that's... Well, yes, not I, acceptable use case anymore. specifically uses the R word in one episode, and yeah. I cringed a little bit at that. Yeah, I had that. It was a very <laughs> much like, ooh, still great show. We can forgive one R. I think he says it once, maybe. He yeah. does say it once during the Dark Tournament arc. He also flat out calls Genkai an old bitch. Oh, yeah. Which was hilarious to me, because he's like in an immense amount of pain while he's doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like up there, top tier. Yes, um, and I will say as well, watch this show dubbed. Yeah, For the love dub. of God, watch the show dubbed. I think I've watched parts of it subtitled. I don't think I ever watched the entire thing, but it's like that in that and Cowboy Bebop are two series that I'm like, watch the dub. They are both fantastic dubs. This dub is just extra top notch, and it's one of those dubs where the characters in English come out even more emotive than they do in Japanese. Yeah. Like, you really 
like the way Yusuke talks, the way Kuwabara talks, those are the two most odd voices in the show, but they grow on you in a way where you understand like the voice actors for those characters. It's one of those moments where you realize they are the character in this instance. Mm -hmm. Like it's like watching Mark Hamill do the Joker. Like you just get that feeling where you, you believe that these are the voices that are supposed to be coming out of these bodies you're watching on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. But all in all, all three anime are great. Watch them all whenever you have time to. Everyone's still quarantined, so you got plenty of time to sit down and fucking binge watch this shit. And I think at this Yu point, show has tons of episodes. So all three are available on. Um, well, Konosuba is on Verve or Crunchyroll right now, depending on which one you subscribe to. Decadence. Oh, is Konosuba is... not dubbed yet? Konosuba is dubbed, but. Maybe the dub is on Funimation? I don't know. I'll check I now. believe it's on Funimation. Yeah, so all three shows actually are on Funimation. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but go watch them all. Kind of super, I would watch subbed. I tried watching the dub of that. Did not enjoy it very much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't remember if I had watched it subbed or not. I just remember watching it. There's, there's, certain, there's certain expressions that characters make in the show that just do not come out well in the dub. Um, like how... Uh, Who's the fucking big sword? I forget his name now, but he calls Lily, this little supporter girl, mm -hmm. um, calls her something like Lil Squeak hmm. is the translated version of it. But in Japanese, it's Lilisuke, which just rolls off the tongue a lot better than Lil Squeak yeah. consistently being said. You don't like Lil Squeak? <laughs> Yo, Lil Squeak. No. What up, it's Lil just Squeak? Said, it's said too often for, so I get, for me to real enjoy Real quick, it. I know we don't have much time, and I know we, I, I'm the one that needs mm -hmm. to wrap it up. Um, ha have you watched any more of, uh, fuck, the other game anime? Not Bofuri, but the the one you weren't feeling as much. Oh, uh, my mind's blanking on what the fuck it's called right now. So I was watching Bofuri. What was I watching alongside Infinite Bofuri Dendogram. at the time? Infinite Dendrogram. I have not watched that much more of Infinite Dendrogram. Okay. The more that I've watched it, unfortunately, the more it has bored me. Okay. Um, I cannot find a good reason to latch onto that show any longer. I get the premise of it. The premise is cool. Um, but the characters in it are just... Some of them are just massively unlikable to me for some <laughs> <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> All right, so I looked it up. It is not actually on Funimation, so I think the dub might be through High Dive what is available. So that is also on Verve. So Konosuba, mm -hmm. Verve, everything else is on... Uh, Funimation. 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 Um, something that I want to add uh, real quick before we wrap up. I am planning on trying to put together a new series. Um, it's basically, haven't come up with a name yet, workshopping in my head, uh, but basically an anime book club um, kind of thing where we sit down, we make sure we watch certain things, and then we move on. Uh that is in plans. Don't know everything that's coming into that. Um, I'm planning on having it feature other people because you hear enough of me and Nate talking about anime. I have many, 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 many anime friends, um, and I want to get them involved as well. So yeah, hopefully we'll hear. I'll, I'll be able to update on that. Um, stream schedule is still kind of up in the air because of me now having some times that I'm at work until eleven o'clock at night. Um, Oof. Yeah, but hey, you know, whatever. Full-time job, fucking moving forward mm -hmm. with it. I'll deal with it later. 
anyway, if you like what you what you hear here and do us, we do. Yep. Follow us on all social media. Just search Space Time Taco. You can find me everywhere with that name, Time Lord Burrito. You can find him, nope, him everywhere, kind of, with... <laughs> Stage left. <laughs> I, I keep doing it. Um, <laughs> with a little teapot. Sometimes there's an 89, sometimes there's not. Um, <laughs> Most of the time there's an 89. I have fixed that problem. Oh, okay. And usually he has that image. Fuck, I keep doing it. He has that image. Usually. Um, yes. But yeah. Thank you for, for, for checking us out. Go inside and play video games. Stay inside and play video games. There's something else I was going to say and I can't remember right now. Nate still doesn't have a sign off. <laughs> <laughs>